This week on Slaughterhouse Princess, we watched Resolution. IMDB did not provide us with a tagline. Welcome to Slaughterhouse Princess. This time around, resolution, courtesy of our newfound uh, colleague, Plovdiv. Plovdiv, I assume is his real name. And apparently he wants to keep it that way because he hasn't told us to stop calling him Plovdiv. The movie this time around, resolution, it's uh, a movie. An independent film. An independent film. It won film. one of those awards that have complicated names. It's probably it's French. A, a, a Tribica. Uh, yeah, it went to Tribeca. It, it, it won. The, it got into the Tribeca finale. It won best of show at Tribeca. I bet all you hardcore indie guys are getting mad at me because I don't really know what Tribeca means. But it won the triple crown. Shut up! That's that guy that hosts Jeopardy. Yeah. Dumbass. Tribeca. Alexa Tribeca. Mm-hmm. That's his real name. So resolution. Yep. Let's start off with a gentleman. He seems to be super <laughs> enjoying himself. A colorful gentleman. He's out in the woods. Uh, the they, woods. They, they don't tell you. You can you can tell pretty fast that this guy's uh he likes to party. He's uh shooting some stuff, yelling at the sky, <laughs> throwing sticks into a uh, pod and laughing, <laughs> and sometimes yelling at the sticks. And then we meet a uh, straight it's, it's, man. It's it's really hard to like blow by blow the first thirty seconds of this movie because this guy does a lot of neat stuff. Yeah, there may or may not be a meth pipe. Yeah. Spoilers, yeah. there is. He he smokes the, 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 the crystal meth. Yeah. And who hasn't? At least once. Me? Yeah, me either. Yeah, I mean, that's a that's a horrible plane. So most people haven't smoked the crystal meth. Yep. <laughs> that I'm aware of. And our, our friend, let's call him uh, Beardo. Beardo. Yeah, I like that Beardo. That'll work. Beardo is enjoying himself some crystalline methamphetamines. We're drinking PBR. We had Boilermakers earlier. Bullet Bourbon, if you're out there, still waiting for oh, that lucrative man. sponsorship deal. If you like bourbon, get Bullet. It's cheap and delicious. It is. Both of those things. Not like Chris's usual lies. So our pal Beardo, obviously, got a problem with the meth. And our uh, our friend... Uh, Straighty. Straighty is watching all of this via his... Uh, Laptop to I'll try to come up with something better than straighty, but... You should. That was pretty bad. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah. Give me a minute. And he, he's watching all of this on his laptop on account of he received this video of old Beardo going buck wild mm -hmm. via what I can only assume is the World Wide Web. Oh, them internet. So he decides he's going to go out to find Beardo in the cabin that he's squatting in. <laughs> he's not squatting. He's outside hoot-hollering at the birds. Yelling about satellites and at the birds and at the birds about satellites and and he says, Man, "Oh wait, I forgot! Firing off a lot of rounds into the sky." Well, if them birds would quit stealing stuff <laughs> and arguing with them, <laughs> if I had a nickel for every time the birds argued with me, I would be put away. So old, uh, old Straighty McWhiterson rolls on out to the homestead. Can we just call him Whitey? I mean, is Whitey. that racist? That's funnier than Straighty. It's not racist if you're white. All right, it's fine. So Whitey rolls out in order to, you know, help his buddy with this serious meth problem he seems to have developed. He does look like your typical uh, upper middle, lower middle class He's like gentleman. the guy. He's, he's, that, he's one of them 18 to 36s that watches Adult Swim. 
He's the guy I want to be and simultaneously hate myself for coveting his position in life. Boing. Ew. Mm. So Beardo welcomes him to the humble abode by I... firing off rounds and shouting to birds. You stay out of my head because I was going to say by firing off rounds. And old Whitey's like, hey, yo, brother, I'm just here to help hey, you not be on meth. Let's it's me, not... that guy that you friend. Let's Please don't shoot, shoot me. me. Jinx. Goes inside, lulls him into a false sense of security, <laughs> and proceeds to handcuff him to a water pipe. Yep. And he's like, hey. To which Beardo's like, man, this is poor conditions. And he's like, you know what, buddy? I did some quick Google searching on the way here, and I found out that the best course of action when I guys I looked up on my meth, phone how to cure drugs. <laughs> <laughs> on the way here, I, I checked it out on my iPhone, and I decided that he I should handcuff you to a pipe. He got a ticket later after the movie for getting on his phone while he was driving. So he's got poor Beardo strapped to a pipe, and he he just he's on the level with him. He's like, hey, you're on the dopes. I'm going to handcuff you to this pipe until you're not doped up anymore. Right, he's, he's doing the friend thing. Yeah, like you do. I've done it for Chris, you know. I mean, it, it works out. I'm handcuffed actively. I have a problem with furniture polish. I was going to say, it was mostly over... Uh... Pine soul. It wasn't furniture polish. That's a pretty word for it. I'll tell you what I've had enough. <laughs> oh, Kristen is rag. He's like, hey, buddy, you're bad now. I get that. What I'm going to do is I'm going to head to the local market. I'm going to get some provisions. And you just be handcuffed to a pipe and think about your life for a minute. He's being his buddy. He's getting him what he needs to live. You know, getting him off the, the, the crystal meth. I don't know slang for crystal meth. Ice? Ice, is that right? Uh, what the fuck do I know about crystal mess? Sure, we'll call it ice. I don't give a shit. Democrat? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. No, really, it is. We'll stick with ice. You're not a jackass. So to ice. I'm a jackass. So he heads to market to buy some provisions. <laughs> I'm off to market. Meets some shady uh, Native Americans who are sitting out on the stoop drinking something out of a paper bag, which I assume is furniture polish. <laughs> Oh, you. You think everybody has the furniture polish. If they didn't want me to huff it, they wouldn't just sell it. They wouldn't make it so delicious. I know. It tastes like pine trees and good. Who doesn't want to drink a good pine tree? I do love me some pine tree huffins. Mm -mm. So he heads back to the old homestead. Back to Chained Up Beardo. And he's like, look, buddy. Things is going to get worse before they get better. So... If you didn't want me to come out here, why'd you send me them movie films and that map? And you well, said, I didn't send you the movie films. Yeah, jackass. I'm cha Look at this place. I'm full of meth and I live I've in squalor. I've got no internet. I ain't got no computers my or what have My toilet is my pants. So why he doesn't think much of this at the time. He's like, oh, whatevs, lol. And, you know, he starts going through the withdrawals. The first day closes. And the next morning they're awoken. Awoken? Is that... I'm is now. I'm not good at no grammars. Sometimes the words that get mixed up there, I don't talk so good sometimes. English is not my first language is the problem. Nope. I'm from Belfast. Black and easy can... They get awoken the next morning by uh, local meth dealers, Straight Bill Hat Jerk and other guy. <laughs> There's cronies. I think there was two of them. Two cronies. And they have a... Straight build shiny sticker hat and... They have a, a little back and forth about how... Old Beardo owes him for the methamphetamines, what he has yeah. got. And they better have his money, or something. Either my money or my mini thins, or it's gonna get bad. And old Whitey's like, yeah, yeah, whatever, shove off, straight bill. You have a straight bill hat, <laughs> which automatically means you're a douche. Well, no, he offers to write him a check, and they're all like, no. They're at least competent enough drug dealers, you know, you don't take a goddamn personal check with the memo line filled out for drugs. Because <laughs> that's just dumb. Uh... 
and old old Beardo freaks out like, man, those guys are serious business. They're gonna come back and whack us. They sock some bitch in the head hard enough to knock her eyeball clean out. He did say that. Everything that Beardo said was hilarious. In a sad way. Kinda. He was just loopy. In a in a funny sad way. It ain't my fault. And as there did, this... I do that. Oops. What are you, Steve Urkel? That was from uh. That's uh. It's Family Matters, and I'm hearing no more of it. No, no, no. I got it. Uh-huh. Master P. I'm a soldier. Oh, Family Matters was better. I'll edit that Family later. Matters never made the song Ghetto Dope. Uh, okay. Well, that is a valid point. Thank you. I don't I don't know if that makes it better. Mama, make. And uh, are we done? Are we done making <laughs> yeah, good. obscure I've said rap too much. references? Thank We've you. just lost a quarter of our viewers. Any old who. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Beardo. Well, he's trying to explain how these guys ain't no joke. They hear uh, some sort of rustling outside. And old Whitey's like, man, I'm going to go check this out. You stay here be handcuffed to a pipe. I'll be totally back. You stay back. here because you have no other option. And then we see the Native American gentleman from the convenience store earlier. And they inform them that they happen to be on Native American land. And that whoever this Beardo is, they don't know him. They want him gone. And Whitey writes a check. Well, tries to. He says, hey, I could cut you a check. He's like, how about you bring me some cash money dollars tomorrow? <laughs> how about you don't bullshit me and bring me some money? I don't trust the white man and his treaties, justifiably so. They're not going to honor those bogus treaties. I don't trust white guys and their treaties either. Yeah, I know. That's why I lost my first house. Maybe he didn't shit right for a week. So the Native American gentleman chuckles. <laughs> Call him chuckles. Sure, why not? That's... I was going to say Iggy Pop's Indian grandfather, but I like Chuckles better. So Chuckles is like, fine, whatever. Bring me the cash money and we'll work some kind of horrible arrangement out. <laughs> and then our buddy Whitey is like, man, I got to go get some air. Here's some Gatorade. Try not to <laughs> fuck off too much while I'm gone. Here's some Gatorade. Go to hell. I'm going to go enjoy not being chained up to a pipe. Goes out, checks out Charlie's ridiculous gun stash, finds a box of creepy pictures... Questions him about creepy pictures. He said he found it by the stone house. Yeah, do you know the stone house? And he's all like, yeah, whatever, dude. Fine, whatever. So many fond memories at the old stone house where we found pictures by the charred remains of a home. Like you do. And Not it, most. And then it's the next day. Day three. Day three. Old Whitey goes and finds Chuckles, makes an arrangement where they have another four days left at the, uh, Stolen Indian property. He Native starts, American! Yeah. Native American! He starts trying to uh, question Chuckles, and Chuckles don't want to give him no answers. But then he gives him some more American dollars. And, uh, yeah, he, he's he like... pretty much get the vaguest details possible. He's like, what's with the shed? He so says something about Frenchies. French people and folklore. So he decides, like you do, to go ransack the shed. Right, because he's interested in French sought-out folklore. Finds uh, varying forms of media, a book and some kind of film or something. A book film. A film involving bleedy people with no arms. Oh yeah, that was pretty fun. I like that. It was like an old tool video. It was like a tool video with less stop motion. Why can't we just be sober? You leave anything tool ever made with stop motion in and out of this. Fair enough. That's fair. It's it's firm, but fair. I have what, what, and what on my hands? Gross. I wonder so now, if anybody will get that. Now Whitey is concerned because these these terrifying images that he's seen. Right. And he's like, man, I'm going to hit the local librarium. 
and see if I can't figure out what to do with this weird book we found with what has a library, what what do you call it? Stamp? Stamp on it. Goes to see where the book should be, find some kind of film slides, check out the film slides. Is it microfiche? Microfiche. It isn't microfiche. It is now. <sighs> they get to checking out the Excuse microfiche. Me. They see some guy, what is missing an arm. Uh, is that old Beardo McLongHair arm one? Yeah, that's the guy. All right. He's Call yelling. Call that. He's yelling behind. He's yelling, and there's like a weird pit full of black goop behind him. I don't know. He's hanging himself in one of them. It's all yep. pretty odd. It sure is. And they keep calling it a story, and that is not a story. It's a series of images that doesn't make any sense to anybody. I mean, you get the you get the gist of it. Man existed. Man doesn't exist anymore because he hung himself. But what kind of story is that? Touching story. How do you win? I liked it. It was a good story. There was like five slides. I totally got it. I'm sorry you aren't up to date on your... There were five slides. Man exists. Mm -hmm. Man exists. Uh -huh. Hollering. Uh -huh. Black goop. Uh -huh. Suicide. Yep, yep. So... That's cut and dry. I don't see what the problem is here. Black goop suicide. Come on, dude. Well, but how do you win? Writes itself. The only winning move is not to play. Black goop suicide? So Whitey, at this point... Is freaked out about all the weird forms of media that are showing up. And old Beardo's like, man, I'm a fucking junkie on withdrawals. I don't fucking know, dude. Like, whatever. Pause! Throughout this movie, Beardo says some of the funniest shit that I have ever heard an actor say in a movie. Beardo is great the whole time. He is an entertaining chap. What I call him, physically, he was the, the love child of Val Kilmer uh -huh. and somebody else. Who would I say? I don't remember, so I'm going to say Zach Galifianakis. No. I just like to say Galifianakis. Ryan Reynolds? Sure. Yeah. Why not? So old Whitey says, hey, I'm going to go get some more provisions. More Gatorade and toilet paper. Beans. And he heads off, and by the time he returns with the beans and such, there's a scene that just comes out of nowhere with such, some kind of... Such? You're lazy. You can't say Gatorade and toilet paper? Nope. These people pay good money for this shit. I promise I'm giving them their money for it. <laughs> you can just down to a single word, Chris. So he comes back, and old Beardo is talking to a mortgage broker? Yep, perfect. And it's, it comes out of no place. It's funny. He's talking to a, yeah, it's it's pretty hilarious, kind of, but he, uh, yeah, he's talking to a mortgage broker, and he just kind of makes a lot of crude references about them being a gay married couple. And they don't really say... He just showed up. The long and the short of it is, Whitey tells There's, him that they rent. He fucks off. And that's that's it for that guy. Why was he in the movie? And then Whitey finds a movie film. Which one was that? Was that the, on the VHS? Uh, the VHS, yeah. Scrapes up a VCR and TV from places and watches it. And it seems that it was filmed from an Live in front of the position. studio audience? It was them. And it was inside the house. What a twist. Get out of the house because the call's coming from upstairs. What movie is that from? That's the All of them. That's all movies at all times. And now Whitey's kind of getting freaked out. Even Thelma and Louise? Yeah. Uh, specifically. Uh, specifically. A specific. Say it right. Say it right, you moron. And now Whitey's kind of getting freaked out on account of, like, there's people taking footage of them, and this is all creeping them out, and Beardo's like, whatever, dude. Beardo's like, a bunch of crazy shit. I'm nuts and going <laughs> through meth withdrawal. I'm still arguing with the satellite birds. I haven't slept in several days. Why do you ask me for help? I can provide you with nothing. Well, 
You can provide them with hilarious insanity, but nothing productive for their cause of getting out of getting away from various forms of film things. Yep. So Whitey and Beardo decide that this has been too productive. It's time to go to bed. We'll we'll settle this in the morning. We'll start fresh tomorrow. And Whitey goes out to empty the pee bucket in the morning. <laughs> pee and poop sometimes. And then, I like the one scene in the beginning where he walks in and says, Why does it smell bad? And he says, Because I pooped in the bucket. Like you do. Like you do. Oh, Beardo. Forever he, in my... Heart? Trachea. Forever in my esophagus. Gross. And Whitey, Whitey takes out the pee bucket. Waste bucket. Waste bucket. There's bucket. Shots ring out. And these jerk face meth guys have iced the, the dog, the local neighborhood dog. Yeah, it sucks. They shot a dog. Fuckers. So old Whitey buries the dog. They have a real heart Pretty to heart. Pretty fast, too. One split second. Bam. Burr hole. Dog buried. And old Whitey's like, man, the dog had a thing. What it was on his collar. What says the address. I'm going to go find the dude and tell him that his dog has been iced. And it turns out this man's address is Trailer in the Woods. Trailer in the Woods on the end of Trailer in the Woods Drive. <laughs> One Trailer in the Woods way. It's a cul-de-sac. World's largest cul-de-sac because it's the goddamn woods. So he heads out, talks to this gentleman who happens to be a French, so I'm going to call him Frenchy because I am not feeling particularly... Can we call them cheese-eating surrender monkeys? Sure, why not? We don't have to talk about them real long. So cheese-eating surrender monkey invites him in for some tea because he sees he's (laughs) messed up his uh, ankle. (laughs) And they have a little discussion because Whitey is interested on account of cheese-eating surrender monkey is French. He's like, so can you tell me anything? What about these French guys in their shed? Don't forget about how cheese monkey rolled a doobie. And this cheese monkey... Twists up the fattest spliff. <laughs> it was more of a hog's leg. There were some sweet nugs, I can tell you that. <clears throat> sticky buds? It was the stickiest of the icky. He proceeds to spark that dube <laughs> and tell him how he came out 30 years ago. He goes on a drug trip. And something involving archaeology. Yep. Turns out the woods is haunted or some shit. Yep. And he just kind of gets weird. So Whitey's like, hey, cheese eating surrender monkey. No, remember he tries to trick him with that mirror mask, too. Yeah, that's true. He's like, see how there's a face with a face with a face with a face? Beginning. And Whitey's like... A middle. And and. I don't know what you're goddamn talking about. And Whitey's like, well, you're French, so I don't like you <laughs> very much. So I'm going to go ahead and get on out of here. And heads back. And at this point, Whitey seems pretty upset about all this weird supernatural chicanery that's going on. Supernatural fucking picture and video delivery service. What the fuck? They wake up the next day and shit just goes wild. The the slide projector comes on and shows pictures of their their being dead and stuff. The laptop pops on and shows a video from forty eight and a half seconds ago. And they're like, Whoa. This isn't right. Whitey's like, we gotta get up out of this piece. He even to the point he, he feels the need to lead to the point where he unchained Beardo. And they're like, let's get up out of here. Because these things are showing them glimpses of the future. Where the meth dealers have iced them. Oh yeah, what shows them getting whacked. And they're like, man, this ain't right. We gotta get up out of this piece. And they run to the grave ground? They run to the car. 
find the bag of meth on the way that the yeah dope dealers wanted so badly. Ice. They get in the car and then there's a CD, and the CD seems to indicate that the Native American gentlemen have come back unhappy with the fact that they're still there and shot him and, and now, burned the place. And now, oh, don't forget that indecipherable God knows what that follows. Yeah, that was pretty great. Yep, because I don't know what the fuck that was. That that popped up a time or two. The uh, when there was audio, it was it was pretty neat. I like the the weird ghost talking noise stuff. And as they're they're contemplating the next move now that. The internet and CDs have told them how they're going to die. There's a noise, and a thing falls off another thing that leads into a shed-like object. And they find a movie movie reel down there. A film case. So they check it out, because so far, found media hasn't led them astray. And as they're checking it out, our good friends Flat Bill and other guys show up in order to get the methamphetamines back. yeah. So now they're just they're they're just kind of chilling, standing around picking their ass, and they're like, "Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna hang out, we're gonna see what what plays out." So they hang out for approximately seventy three hours outside. <laughs> until Everything in this movie was seventy three hours. The Native American gentlemen show up at nightfall, not too happy that there's still people in the the cabin, and kill them, shoot the piss out of them in the face part, and burn it all to the ground. And old Beardo and Whitey go to check out a thing or whatever. They went to the place what they saw themselves on that film strip that they found in the film canister by the grave ground. And then... Fire Monster... Uh, yell, yell, fucking Fire Monster. Something happens with the Fire Monster. They get scared of a lighting change and then there's a Fire Monster. Whitey says, can't we do this a different way? And that is that is literally the end of the movie. Then you get credits. And that is what my hazy recollection allows me to remember. No, that that was real good. I mean, we covered it well. That's, uh, I've the, the, the movie's got me all mixed up in the head. Super mixed up in the head. Well, that seems like a really good segue to, for your feelings on the movie. Oh, We'll go with that. Don't get me started. Uh, that's actually so. So you start watching it, and you get the you get the clip with Beardo, and that's fucking great. At this point, I'm sold on this movie, and everything else in this movie was solid gold. Like I said earlier, everything Beardo said was awesome. Whitey was great. All your little bits and pieces characters they were played pretty well. That you know this it was good. All this weird shit keeps happening, and about halfway through, the first time you checked it was 45, so it was about halfway into the movie. You checked the time. Yeah. And we checked it, he checked it at 45, and then like 20, and then 15, and then 10, and then 8, and then 7. And you kept waiting for some kind of explanation of how they kept getting the stuff. And then you get a fire monster. Presumed. Presumed. Fire monster. There was a monster in orange light. I'm assuming it was a monster because of the noises in the... I, I, I don't know. But you just, you, you wait and you wait and you wait and the movie was so good. Except for that last minute and a half. Just pissed me off so bad, and I yelled "Why" six times and stormed out of the garage. Studio. I've said it was a garage at least fifteen times by now. We're professionals. We're in a garage that doesn't even have cars. You're ruining it. There's old toys and pieces from the theater and a wooden box. Hey, you never know when you might need to edit some antiquated video. Manticore here. You leave Manticore alone. He protects us from evil. I leave him alone because I don't want no trouble. 
But no, that movie is so conflicting. I'm watching it prepared to recommend it to my friends and family. Be like, hey mom, you hate horror movies. You hate anything like this. But this is great. You should watch... Oh, whoops! All that stuff at the end. And it just... I don't know. Can I give it two scores? Yeah. Can I give it a score for the movie and a score for the last minute and a half? Man, it's your world. I'm just living it. It's like the opposite of we are what we are. Okay. You know what I mean? I think I could feel you on that. We are what we are was the most stupidest. It's like watching grass grow so that it can grow tall enough to dry paint. And that doesn't even make any sense. But that's how boring the first 36 hours of we are what we are was. And then that five minutes where those two daughters eat their father alive haunted my nightmares for a couple of days. In this movie, it's glorious for the first hour and 28 minutes and 32 seconds. But the last minute and 28 seconds is just so... It could have been it, it, it could have been the homeless guy that screamed at him in the cave when he got him with the flashlight. It could have been. And he could have blew his brains out on the porch and I'd be like, man, that's fucking weird. But I certainly wouldn't have yelled about the end of this movie for five minutes. I give the first hour and 28 minutes and 32 seconds of this movie... <clears throat> a 7 out of 11, and I give the last minute and 28 seconds nothing. Oh, heavens. I'm sorry, Plovdiv. I really did genuinely enjoy 98.9% .9 of this movie. But the end, that is... It, it was like the end of Fable 2. You did all that shit, and you accidentally nudged the guy and knocked him off the pillar, and you're so mad because you worked at that for three months. Fair, fair enough. I've never had a movie fuck with my emotions so bad. Thank you, Plovdiv. I don't want you to be discouraged. I would like you to send more movies. Man, I hated that. That's the worst ending I've ever seen in my entire life. Easy on the hyperbole there. What? Yeah. Is that about going fast? No, no, no. It's it's about making, you know, exclama exclamatory statements. Oh, I did not care for the ending. I'm sorry. I, I'm i emotional. It, it, I know. Yeah, that movie, man, it just blew my mind. I'm sorry, Plovdiv. I didn't care for the ending of the movie, but overall it was great. Except for the end. I don't know if I would say great, personally. It was really good. It was good. So, Chris, what do you think about the movie? Thank you for that. I, I dug it. It was it was a slow burn. You don't get a lot these days, what with your horror movies. Usually they're all blah de blah guts and CGI, blah de blah jump scares and blah de blah But this movie really kind of had me guessing as to what the hell was even going on the whole right. time. Because it starts as one thing and totally ends up in a different spot. Yep. I read the little... Uh, little synopsis on it on the old Netflix before I watched it. I was like, how is this a horror movie? Sounds like a drama of some sort. But then it does all kinds of weird kind of creepy shit. And I dig it. And you know, yeah, sure, the ending was fucking fucked. But it was... Again, I apologize for my outburst. It was a fun enough ride to get to that last couple minutes. And by the time I got there, while I wasn't completely satisfied with the ending, I was like, you know what? You know what? It was worth it. The journey... Was what this movie was about, True. not the destination. True. It had some really good back and forth with the two main guys, old Beardo and Whitey, mm -hmm. which is really what made the movie. It's it reminded you kind of of Stalled in that way, right? Where it's the chemistry between the two main leads in the thing that really kind of brought it together, right? I, I just I just wish it would have ended. It would have been nice other. to have like an actual something ending. Right. At least show me the goddamn whatever the hell that was. 
So I know it's a fire monster, and I'm not just assuming it's a fire monster, right. because I am just assuming. Even if it was a $200 CGI fire monster, it's still, I just, it, it was, yeah. Give me a guy in a goddamn Scooby-Doo-ass latex mask, and I'd have been more so satisfied, Get dishwashing gloves from, what you call it, when the screaming Lorelei grabs, stops you. But, but, I would say, I'd say go ahead and watch it. I would watch it. It's not the best movie I've ever seen. There's some stuff that kind of is wonky in it kind of sucks man if people haven't watched this movie they're not going to watch it now because we dogged on the ending i say totally watch it it's totally worth it yeah don't listen to brett and chris they don't know what they're talking about i'm telling them to watch it i, I think they should listen listen to chris and also brett you should watch it but if you if you like a movie that focuses a little more on atmosphere and a little more on just kind of building some tension this does it well fairly well if you want a movie that makes you feel all happy and warm and fuzzy in the last couple minutes, eh, probably not. But watch it anyway, jerks. I would. I would watch it again. And I guess that'll wrap up uh, Resolution. Yep, Resolution from Plovdiv. Thank you, Plovdiv. Good man. Assumedly. Uh, next week, we're going to do something something special. special. It's our 25th episode. Who knew? 25. 25 times sitting in Chris's studio. And because we know you kids like like the classics, we're going to do uh, the Texas Chainsaw Massacre. The classic of classics, in my opinion. 1974 style. None of that bogus remake, reimagining, bloody bloody garbage bullshit that you that get. That movie is such a badass motherfucker. I love Texas Chainsaw so much. I know we're supposed to not tell that till like, you know, exactly 24 hours from now we're doing the end of the last podcast, but I'll tell you guys now. I love Texas Chainsaw. It's so wonderful. I can't wait. Apologies to a uh, esteemed friend and buddy of the podcast, Mr. Nick. We will do your movie, a but week, we, we got to do something Sunday. special. This is the 25th, bro. You understand. So it's say, cool. Brett. He'll give me a high five. Everything will be fine. Say you had a recommendation. Yeah. A request. All right. A desperate plea for help. An empty feeling inside that can only be filled by strangers. I want to listen to Lethal Weapon 2. Uh, is that right? Yes, maybe. Is or you can find us on Facebook at Slaughterhouse Princess, or you can email us at slaughterhouseprincesspodcast at gmail dot com. You can also find us on the iTunes by searching for Slaughterhouse Princess. Really, only one. Maybe give us a review. Maybe give us a rating. We have no. We don't have enough to even make it say a thing. Chris likes letter bombs. And you can always just head right on over to SlaughterhousePrincess.com. Mm-hmm. We're balling. We pay for that. Put your finger on the pulse of Slaughterhouse Princess and regret it instantly. We're hot. So I guess that wraps up this week. Next week, Texas Chainsaw. Yeah. I've been being a big high school girl about that movie for a week. It's true. It's embarrassing. For you.